was that? It's my Moscow sound. <laughs> Everyone clicks away. <laughs> oh, we recorded that? Yeah. Good. Good, good, good. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Drama Pod. We're live Saturday afternoon. After. The- <laughs> yeah. We're all so drunk. I'm just kidding. Yep, 100%. I am Rachel. I'm Anna. We are here with you today to share some totally crazy statistics you won't believe are real. But before we get into those crazy stats that we don't believe are real, we're going to do our typical high-low vocab word and a few advice emails. Were you with me? Was it someone we knew this week that said, how is stats math? Yeah. (laughs) Who was that? Was it an email? I can't remember, but I was like, I... Yeah, stats, I think it was. Yeah, it was an yeah. email. Like, stats is literally math. Oh, unpopular opinion, I think it was. <laughs> stats is not math. And I was like, all right, sorry. Um, okay, I finished Love is Blind <laughs> last night. We binged it. And let me just say... D- no spoilers. No spoilers, but maybe there will be. So, you never know. <laughs> the producers took us for a ride. Let me just say that, okay? They completely made it seem like certain things would or wouldn't happen. And wow, then the complete really? opposite happened. That is shocking to but me. But to the point where every single relationship that you thought would work out didn't, and then vice versa. It was actually pretty irritating because we didn't have like any sense of what would, was going was to happen. So I was kind of confused and irritated at that. You, did you watch season one or no? Yeah. Oh, wow. You really did a lot of damage yeah. to Yeah. <laughs> Was season one different? Like, did you have some sense of what was going on and then it was, like, kind of right? I don't remember. It was so long ago. It was, like, two years ago, season one. It was oh, a big gap. Oh, you watched season one live. I thought you meant you... Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you meant you watched both of them in the last two no. weeks. Got it. Okay, so you're saying. Guys, we're having a very <laughs> cool guest coming up soon. You guys probably know her. She's famous. Her name is Michelle Reed, and she's going to be coming to town. Florida. Work. Florida. <laughs> Florida. And we're going to hang out with her and you guys are just going to be in shock. Because <laughs> Maybe we'll be in shock. We're going to be in shock and you guys will also be in shock. Shock. So, shock waves. The yeah. shot heard around the world. <laughs> Some would say. So stay tuned for that. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. I got a little sicky sick this week. <laughs> sicky sick. Just a little head cold. It really Vocab wasn't that word. bad. Vocab word. Yeah, that's Sicky a sick. technical term actually used in the health world. It really wasn't bad, but that's my low. And it almost makes me happy because I felt like I was going to get sick at some point during the training. And I was like, you know, it would suck if it were race day. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was perfect. So You feeling better? Yeah, it really wasn't bad. Like I ran every day still and it was fine. So yesterday I woke up with no voice though. That was weird. Because like Thursday night I was... Oh yeah, so Thursday night we had our... My mom's grand opening party for her dermatology clinic which was awesome it was a lot of fun we did a ribbon cutting the mayor came like 10 people from the city like chamber of commerce big big deal it was so epic and she had like 150 people coming and going because it was like a a three-hour thing so people would like come see the devices and then like leave and it was just so fun and anna was a bartender i was i was barkeep for a little bit I was responsible for running all the credit cards if people like wanted to buy something. Each to was, our own yeah. respective. We all had little roles to play and it was really fun. Somehow that was mine. <laughs> the bartender. I'm a little chatty. I made some friends, so you know. Yeah. Got, she well got me. invited on a boat. That's true. So That's true. By a doctor, you know. I got friends in high places now. You're kinda right. I mean, the more you talk to people, the more opportunities you get. So uh, this is the truth. Extroverts for the win. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> No, really. That's, that's it was pretty fun cool. Time. Yeah, it was fun. So mm-hmm. you probably lost your voice from just being so social. I guess, but it was weird. Like I woke up in the morning and I normally like tell Google to turn on my computer to start the work day. And I'm like, eh, Google, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I was like, oh gosh, I have like a meeting in like two hours. I need my voice so that I don't sound insane. It was yeah, fine. the next day I didn't even drink that much, but I was just so tired because I got back at like 11. Just really I had late. zero alcohol for the record, so. Yeah. Because she was planning, you were planning to run after the party at like midnight. Well, I didn't know how, I didn't know it was going to go that late. I yeah. thought we were going to be done at eight. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'll just go run after that. And then we didn't leave till like 11, like you said. A low for me is that I have this weird arm pain. Like ever since the party, I have a pain like from the tip of my right pinky all the way to my right shoulder. And it's like, I guess it's a nerve pain because it's like yeah. the whole way down. It's like an aching, almost like a growing pain type feeling. And it hurts a lot. It's getting better, but did you I hold like, something I don't know weirdly? what I was doing at the party, but I don't know. Maybe I slept on it weird, but Sometimes it was hurting my, my arm is dead. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It was hurting my wrist a lot. It feels like growing pains when you have them in your knees. Yeah. What? I no, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never felt that, but I know what you mean. I mean, oh, another thing. I went to Pottery Barn in Crate and Barrel today to get some samples for a rug. Mm. And I think I, I think I like one of them. So I'm making progress on the rug situation. It's been a whole thing of me trying to find a rug. I just, I'd never like anything. So that is true. <laughs> that is true. I really have no, like, no lows, no highs. And I'm, like, happy. I even wrote on my Strava post yesterday. Oh, I Grateful. have an update. Thankful. <laughs> <laughs> I have an update. So I've been charting my cycle, my basal body temp, BBT, some would say. And let me show you. Look at that little spike. Oh, man. Wait, what's the maximum minimum of this chart I'm looking at? Basically, long story short, my basal body temperature went up, which basically what that means mid-cycle is that you ovulated. So, like so anything above, degree. yeah, anything above like 98 yeah. for me, everyone's different. But for me, it indicates ovulation, which is really good because it means that my cycle came back and I should expect a period in 15 days or so, 10, 15 days, actually 10, 10 to 12 days. So nice. That's good. It just means everything's functioning properly. So we love functioning properly. We love bodies. that. I love just had mine this week too, which is an awesome win too, because it was like right between the two races. So I was very happy yeah but also probably added to my sickness so it could have been a lot of things going on <laughs> so why don't you take us through the vocab word yeah so today's vocab word is adjudicate and it means to make a formal judgment or decision about a problem or disputed matter adjudicate so it would be like adjudicated in past tense yeah to adjudicate adjudicated past tense yeah it's a verb use it in a sentence please but not in a courtroom setting. Yeah, I, was say, I think that's okay. The rug. Use it in my rug situation. Earlier this week, AJ and I adjudicated that the rug that Rachel had chosen was in fact a horrible decision. <laughs> the one from Amazon, guys. If you watch my vlog, I bought a hundred dollar eight by ten rug on Amazon, which is scarily cheap, and it came vacuum sealed. And now I'm trying yeah, the to. The box re- it was like a shoebox that it came in. Yeah. Like, what is this? The rug. I'm trying to return it, and I have to like s- like try to deflate it and like. S- stick it into a garbage bag and take it to Kohl's because I cannot you haven't get returned it, back. it yet no not yet but I did put it in a garbage bag hopefully they take it that's kind of a boring word but I don't know I'll take to it be flashy it's too like boring like oh adjudicated that's a good one here's an advice email hello Rachel and Anna I like your new podcast about talking people through their life problems and tying it into a bigger theme it's relatable and interesting wow this is my dilemma Backstory, I'm from Los Angeles, California, and have lived there for 25 years. My husband and I moved to Salt Lake City, Utah in December 2020 after we got married that same year. 
Overall, we believe it was a good decision to move and find a better place to raise our future kids and pay a smaller amount of money for a house. Many people are moving out of California. Can't blame them. And I guess we were part of the exodus. I don't love it here, but we can get set up somewhere else since our jobs allow us to move anywhere, really. (laughs) I'm looking at Boise, Idaho, or southern Utah, St. George. Two main differences. One has snow and more trees, and the other is more red rocks and desert with no snow. My personal taste is the snow and trees. Green surroundings are just better, in my opinion. Anyway, I'm trying to get our parents to move, but they are both weather-oriented because they've been spoiled their whole life. Okay. With 70-degree weather year-round. Does that make us spoiled? No, they live in California. They're next level spoiled. That's true. We have like 95-degree. We're like right below it, but yeah. Yeah. The easy solution is to go to St. George for a more temperate climate. I worry if I do my first choice, which is the snow area they won't move with us it should be an easy decision for them being around your grandchildren despite being a little cold (laughs) they're like retiring though (laughs) but they continuously said they don't want to shovel snow in retirement do i say that it's your choice and be content with just visitation or do i cave and go south for everyone's benefit assuming they would move down there with us best case obviously is that they move wherever we tell them (laughs) anonymous from salt lake city okay interesting uh the last sentence best case they move wherever we tell them like that is the best that is the best case but also i feel like there's at least from the way this is worded it seems like they should be so grateful that they live next to you and not vice versa at least that's the vibe that comes off yeah it's kind of interesting i would think the opposite too like oh my parents are settled i'll eventually go back to where they are versus but i mean it just depends on the family i guess some people's family moves more yeah i think maybe a reframing your perspective to think of how much you want to be with them and not just them follow you wherever you want to go like it's a mutual thing and both parties will benefit from having grandparents and grandchildren close to each other So I would say just talk about it again and see if they really don't want to move to the snow. I honestly can't blame them. Like I'm like on the same page. Like I would not. Maybe we are the weather brats. (laughs) Yeah, we're spoiled too, but I would never want to move to the snow either. So I kind of relate to them and I would. Especially while older. Yeah. My answer would be California, but you just left. But in terms of like you got snow there. You have warm weather there too. Yeah. And your family. (laughs) Yeah, but it's, it is expensive. Yeah, this so is true. if her family's willing to move to the southern Utah area... Um, St. George, I've heard it's very nice, actually. Yeah? Yeah, someone was talking to me about it this week. But it is Red Rocks. But they said there's a lot to do outside, and it's fun. There's, like, a whole biking thing. Yeah, I guess you just have to decide, like, what do you care about more, being with your family and both of your families. It seems like both of them are willing to move uh, to St. George. Or if you truly prefer looking at snow versus being with your family i mean it's a pretty easy decision to me but i'm also very like biased towards warm weather so family first my opinion yeah but yeah her family she's thinking they should say the same yeah. thing <laughs> well i guess it's like who who's gonna crack first you know who's gonna sacrifice more um and i feel like in your parents old age it's kind of a lot to ask to have them shovel snow when they age 
you know, getting older. I mean, yeah, I agree. I would say make the sacrifice to be with your family now. And then later on in life, you always have the option to move to the snow. But I, I think family is super important. So isn't there snow in Salt Lake City too? I don't know. Why don't they just stay in Salt Lake City? Everyone like references Utah, like different areas. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about, honestly. <laughs> Hi, girls. I need your advice on something. Girls. Girls. I've lived with my boyfriend for two years now. We live in my parents' house. Red flag. Just kidding. (laughs) And it's putting a toll on me. That's kind of a lot. They have no sense of privacy. We are living with them. Always criticizing what we are doing. And it's a problem in my couple. My boyfriend and I argue a lot because of that. And because of that, I'm always sad and anxious. And because I don't face my parents. Because I don't like conflict. Is that a point where we want to move out? We came in my parents' house to save money for the future house we want to buy. What should I do? I don't have close friends, so I ask for help to you. Love you lots and kisses from France. Oh, that's fun. Mwah. This is interesting. I was going to make housing market comments, but I have no idea what they are in France, so now I will not say those. That's a tough situation because I lived with my parents after graduating and granted it wasn't with my boyfriend. We both lived with our own parents. So I can't even imagine having that all like everyone be under the same roof. That must be so hectic and like crazy. (laughs) But I do understand the saving money because that's what I did. And it was like a year and a half. I saved up, lived with my parents and he did the same thing. So it is worth it. It's just how long do you have to buy the house? Like if it's more than one year away, I would say maybe it's worth it to move out and rent a place together. You'd be paying a little bit more, but like for the sake of your mental health, or if like you're almost ready to buy a house, like less than a year, just tough it out and save up. I would agree. Like, I'm very pro doing the smart thing with money, but I think one of the, we have to take other things into consideration. Yeah. So, like, living with your parents is great, and it it does make sense in a lot of situations, and I'm not anti it at all. Um, But at the same time, it's like, well, you also grow a lot by moving out. Yeah. So maybe that is worth the financial investment to do that. I also think it's good to see what you and your boyfriend are like outside of your parents' house because maybe your relationship will morph into something better or something worse depending on like your living situation. So I think it would be a good test for your relationship to kind of go out on your own before, I don't know if you're thinking about marriage, but if you were like before, it seems like you might as well move out on your own with him and see if your relationship stands, you know, by having to pay your own bills and doing that, being responsible, cleaning your own house. Like, you know what I mean? This email just came in just now. That's crazy. Seconds ago. Oh my gosh. It's like a book. What if it's trash and we just spend... And now we're reading this. Hi, Rachel and Anna. Love the pod. I listen every Saturday morning during my weekly cleaning session. Please read my entire email. It may seem like oh I'm gosh. a it may seem like I'm a hater at first, but it gets better. Okay. I just read some of the lines. It does. Towards us. Yes, keep going. Towards us. Yes. What the hell? Okay, at first. <laughs> At first, I was... Okay, this is meant to be because the email just came in. We have to read it. At first, I was super annoyed with Anna. (laughs) I'm a productive and busy person, but I was like, damn, chill. I wondered why you, Rachel, were friends with such a person that was constantly trying to contradict and challenge you. Gross. Iron sharpens iron. She said gross. (laughs) Then, in the episode where you were talking about juggling all these responsibilities, Anna said something along the lines of, just do it, just get it done. I don't get what's so hard about that. Oh, how irritating. How much more unrelatable can you get? She's really humbling. (laughs) 
let's stop it here <laughs> yeah well she said to keep reading i think there's redemption but then the next day i was struggling to get up in the morning and i told myself don't think just hmm. do and it worked now i tell my husband the same thing every morning when we don't want to get out of bed at 5 a.m for our workout don't think just do sometimes he yells i'm thinking and we laugh in pain <laughs> Anyway, all this to say, it'd be cool to have a girlfriend like Anna, who constantly challenges me <laughs> to be a better person, but is my friend anyway when I fall. Haha, <laughs> she can be unrelatable, but I want to become relatable to her, you know? I'm sorry, I don't mean to be annoying. Also, I don't know how to be more relatable. She Anna's being herself, and there's nothing to apologize for everyone being themselves. So I'm glad that you came around to realize how good of a person but Anna is. If you is. didn't, that's fine too. To I each their own. I just think this is so funny because I, like, I could see how I could see how someone who just listened to that one episode or something or on anything yeah. all of them but like like she said what i said when i th when i heard your voice in my head and i was just like just do it just do it that's what worked and now i'm affecting her husband too this is funny okay to me. you read the next one from, from so the voice is, of your hater right here <laughs> she has a continuous email here i've been wanting to send you an email since the first episode but never felt like i had anything to add after the last episode though uh three five so last week i definitely have a strong opinion about your conversation it's regarding the friendships with the opposite sex when you're married oh good wait so, yeah. that episode came out today so she is she's and, yeah. and we are recording the same day so she is on top of this i like you girl this is this we're pro wait 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 let's read this one next slowly this yes. last this next sentence here what does this she say this next sentence said i side with rachel on this one moment of let's, let's continue although i think the main problem in your conversation was that you never truly defined what either of you meant by friendship that's true thank you i thought about that a lot after too yeah. i was like no no it was defined we just immediately went into husband mode husband mode husband mode. yeah it never was actually i was like i do have a guy friend and you're like i don't care it's like not a husband. no like, like when okay. you when you said like talking to someone after church like at church is that a friendship i was i didn't realize that friendship could mean that as well yeah like friendship anyone doesn't talking to aj is what we were no, no, no. entirely yeah. going through for that podcast so you you're right girl <laughs> although we work back to the email although we can all look up the definition of word words can take on different meanings on a personal level it seems like anna uses the word friend more loosely than rachel to me friendships take work and there has to be a certain level of intimacy to be considered a friend it sounds like I have like the most shallow relationships. <laughs> Rachel, you mentioned that if you met a guy that was a YouTuber, you wouldn't pursue the, that relationship. And Anna responded with, what if it's for your career? In that case, that guy would be a colleague, a resource, an acquaintance, but not a friend. A friend to me is someone that you share personal details with, someone you've been to about a tough day, someone who picks you up when you're down, someone you can pour your heart out to. Personally, I don't have the need to be emotionally connected to anyone other than my husband. When it comes to men. And I also don't think it's, she didn't say that, and I also don't think it's appropriate to have that intimacy with another man. It's a very short distance from being emotionally connected to someone to being physically connected to someone. It's a delicate balance and a line that can be crossed very easily and quickly if you're alone together. <coughs> I don't have a time when it comes to the physical aspects of a man. If their personality is great and I'm emotionally connected to them, I can very easily be physically attracted to them. And knowing what I know about Satan and how much he has or how much he hates marriages, I'm not about to give him any chances to tempt me. My husband is the same way, by the way. Call it distrust. 
We call it precaution. Affairs don't immediately start in the physical. They start with your emotions. I'll read the next one. Okay, first of all, I apologize for that sound I just made. I was coughing. Second of all, I agree with you about everything that you're saying. And I... Of course, she she hates me and she agrees with you. I appreciate (laughs) her taking the time to explain, like, my point of view better because this is so much more eloquent than I said it. I think we... derailed so much so that we never really yeah. defined things the like beginning. what is friendship exactly. yeah because i think we did agree just on different parameters of like yeah if we came to the same definition first but anyway i like that sentence you call it distrust i call it precaution that's kind of what i was trying to say like the boundaries yeah, yeah precautionary as for having guy friends who just enjoy the same things you do i don't understand that honestly maybe it's because my husband and i are very compatible and the things we enjoy doing can be done together we are each other's best friend and we even feel like we're wasting our precious time together if we're hanging out with anyone other than each other when we could be with each other this girl is you oh my gosh i realize that's extreme and not everyone has the same relationship with their husband it can even sound suffocating for some we have a group of church friends who we consider our community but we hang out with them together so i guess i just want to reassure anna marriages with the types of boundaries boundaries that rachel and i (laughs) do not have to be lonely okay a couple things here i did listen to that one part last night and there was like a long pause before I say lonely in the podcast that sounds like I immediately respond with lonely as if I was just like, sounds lonely. Like <laughs> your thought rather than me like thinking no, and being I, like, I had to cut out huh. a lot of that podcast because we recorded for an hour and a half on that one. And so I kind of tried to make it more fast paced. Otherwise you guys would like be really bored. And we were also transitioning out of, we there, started, was more, there was more going on. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I didn't mean it yeah let's move on but anyway (laughs) i appreciate this email maybe we'll get another email supporting anna but i appreciate Uh, this i I take i i'm not shocked she is you so why would she have any other thoughts (laughs) we i i wrote this email (laughs) i sent it in wow sent in five minutes ago shocking (laughs) oh my gosh thank you for your email i really appreciate it i'll try to be more relatable and she said wish you both the best and continued success got wrecked <laughs> get wrecked it's anna's gonna, gonna cry i'm already this. crying okay we're gonna read 50 totally crazy statistics, statistics you cannot believe this is from bestoflifeonline.com and let's get into it you read it number one the average drunk driver drives under the influence more than 80 times before being arrested for the first time this sounds unbelievable to me but i trust that this article has adjudicated the information and has made the concrete decision so i'll give it i don't know if that's the correct content context it sounds good but i think it's more like to settle a dispute but i guess we really just that girl adjudicated our last argument by saying i was wrong (laughs) from another married woman's perspective again Okay, this is crazy. It's apparently from the FBI and the CDC who gave this data. So that is actually crazy. It seems I like it's how you a get this. It's like a I'm, they probably like interview drunk drivers who've gotten caught and said like how many times have you done this in the past? 80. <laughs> Approximately 80. <laughs> That's like a lifestyle at that point. Like that means you're doing it every weekend for 2 years. I think it's not every weekend. It's probably every weeknight. Like, it's probably yeah, every night. I, that's really sad. It's really terrifying is what it is. One third of adults still sleep with a comfort object, like a teddy bear or a blanket, like a specific 
blanket that I they're like emotionally <laughs> really yeah i had a lot of you have them in your car Oh, that's like for my mom. That's like a fun little thing. You know, those people who have like 50 I don't have beanie babies in yeah. the backseat. Hey, they used to be really valuable. Not yeah, that in the car. You should sell them. Do you, the... do you sleep with a emotional comfort object? No, they're in the car only. I used to have like a little, little like stuffed pig that I slept with until probably like fifth grade. And there you go. I mean, I used to. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I literally had hundreds of beanie babies. <laughs> those but, are so small though. Yeah. But the, you could get the, like the bigger ones too. They came in various sizes, but a lot of, I had a lot of small ones too. Okay, the average American generates nearly four point four point five pounds of trash each day. I guess that's everything you do. Yeah. Like if I ate with a plastic fork, how much effort went into that plastic fork? Question mark of four point five. No, pounds. no, it's not how much effort. It's literally the weight of everything you throw in the garbage that day. I haven't thrown anything away today. You haven't eaten yet. I'm going to a restaurant. That's what I'm saying. I was trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you like. If you get groceries, all of your plastic grocery bags, if you use them, all of your milk cartons, all of your water bottle cartons, all of your egg cartons. I see on average, but I think I'm below this average. Or like if you get a new mascara, that mascara tube, you throw away the old one, you know, like yeah, but things. I guess I don't get new things every day. Yeah, you're probably on the lower spectrum. But I can see if you have like a family and you're definitely going through stuff. 1,642 pounds per year. Hmm. Maybe we should go zero waste. The global rate for washing hands after using the toilet is under 20%. <laughs> okay, that's probably let's after, break this that's probably down. different after COVID. <laughs> let's break this down. Tell me this. Let me ask you this. Okay. Do you wash your hands at home? Like yes. if you just pee? I don't like having sticky hands. But that, why would I, your that, hands be sticky? No, no, I'm just saying, the, well, that, that would probably be the least snare, the last snare. Correct. I don't know. Yes, I yeah, do. Yeah, I don't. So I'm okay. just going to say that. There I, you go. I usually don't unless I want to wash my hands for another reason, usually. Okay. If I'm home. So there you go. So you're part of the rate. I think they need to break this down when you're at home versus in public. Why does it make any difference? Because in public, I touch like the bathroom stall. I touch the door. I want to wash my hands for that reason, not from my own body's reason. Even though my hands never touch the liquids that come out of my body. In public, I 100% do. And I think there's also accountability there. Other people are seeing you. So it's like, you you know, yeah. So apparently a lot of people don't care what other people see because they're just not washing their hands in public well i don't think they broke it down at home like you probably urinate at home 80 percent of the time anyway so this statistic is like skewed yeah americans read for personal interest for 10 minutes or less per day if we're not including like scrolling through social media then yeah i agree with that i yeah 10 minutes yeah it's sad but true more than 36 million U.S. adults cannot read above a third grade level. Wow. That's a lot of people. How many people are there? 300? I think 300. So this is one... 10%? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 10%. Wow. We can't uh, get above third grade I wonder grade if math. those people are literally below third grade. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if, they're t- if you're polling second graders... <laughs> oh, wait. Look, it says Americans cannot read, write, or do basic math above a third grade level. Wow. I actually kind of agree with, like, I, this is probably true. I mean, I guess it depends on who you're around, but the average person probably does not sound that well-spoken. Yeah, and I probably like more rural, rural America where they don't have... Like, books. No, they have <laughs> books. Where, like, they don't force the kids to go to school. Like, in rural, rural America, there's kids who don't go to school. 
and they yeah, just like live on farms. Six million of them, probably, and their parents and their families, <laughs> probably. <laughs> she went, probably. I, I, I speak above third grade level, probably. The average American eats nearly thirteen pounds of ice cream mm. per year. Not me. Me either. I don't like ice cream that much. So my stomach. I only like frozen yogurt. It's just I a freaking froyo girl. Oh, it's so good. But it wrecks my stomach. I will say that. Still go back. <laughs> One in seven Americans receive food from a food bank. That's actually really Ever? shocking. Or we are very uh, sheltered. <laughs> <laughs> we, as society, I guess, collectively receive about 2.4 billion robocalls per month. I'm pretty sure I get 2.3 of those. <laughs> Every single day, a million calls. They're so annoying. Student loans, fixed car. Your warranty's expiring. Fewer than a quarter of American adults meet U.S. guidelines for physical activity. I mean, we knew that. Not Anna. Not Anna, though. (laughs) Probably because I'm unreliable. (laughs) Approximately 90% of people who suffer an out-of-hospital cardiac arrest die. Interesting. I didn't know that. I thought they... Gotta love modern medicine. Gotta love hospitals and doctors. Well, a lot of people are dying. If you have a heart attack outside the hospital, you're, you're toast. Yeah. Yeah. But what, what about CPR? <laughs> oh, wait. Um, On a plus side, nearly 45% of the out of hospital cardiac arrest victims survived when a bystander performed CPR. Oh, oh okay. I was going to say, what was that CPR certification for? Wow. <laughs> Nothing. Nearly half of American adults will experience a mental illness during their lifetime. And it's a lot of people who have mental illness. I'm one of them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Am I though? <laughs> oh my and nearly my letter again, nearly a quarter of rural Americans say rural. Rural Americans say access to high speed internet is a major problem in their community. That makes sense. They're probably the ones who can't read. Okay, this one's confusing to me. On an average day, only 19% of American men do housework as compared to 49% of American women. To me, don't they need to add up to 100? No. So a lot of the time, neither of them are doing housework. That's shocking. Like, who does the dishes? You know what I mean? I do, but probably nothing. Maybe the kids. <laughs> the kids. Maids. I, well, it doesn't need to add up to one. I can only answer you that. Interesting. What is one chore that you can't wait to give off to someone? I've never thought about that. Of like what's being able chore, to give off to the, someone. What's the chore you hate the most? For I me, it's know. cooking and doing dishes. But I don't really mind either of those. I mean, I don't know. Unrelatable. If I got to just choose one, probably. Yeah, just choose one. I, I guess dishes i she's like i really love doing <laughs> i don't them, like so i don't want to give them away but there's not one that i like hate more than the others that's so weird the average person could fill as many as 23 two liter bottles with the amount of saliva they produce in a month i do not i did not need that, that mental <laughs> picture yeah. think about it and then don't <laughs> United States has collected more than 1,100 gold medals in the history of the Olympic Games. That means nothing to me. Yeah, I don't know how many are yeah. given per year. They have year. like 500 per season or something crazy. Season? They have like 30 medals every year. Yep, but it's only so every it's four like, years that it happens. Yeah, but like when did it start? How many years has it been? Like, you know? Since the Olympic Games in 1869. I don't want to do that math. There are more than 6,000 dogs registered to the Come to Work with Amazon employees at in the, the company's Seattle? office. Only in one office, too. That's a lot of dogs. How big is the thing? <laughs> Imagine that. 6,000 dogs. That means 
that's probably not every person either. So there's at least twice as many people there, plus the dogs, in one building, one complex. Okay. Wow. Okay, this is a quiz for you. Two out of five Americans can't name a single freedom protected by the First Amendment. Go. By the First Amendment? Yes. Um, freedom of speech? Yeah. And life, liberty, speech, and happiness? Uh, let me see. She doesn't even know. She got to check me. Freedom of press? Freedom of religion, freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, and the right to petition the government. I got one. <laughs> speech. Less than 10% of the U.S. population tuned in to watch the royal wedding in 2018. Why should we care? Yeah, also, 10% is a lot. Like, 10% that's of, all, the, of a whole country. Read. <laughs> like, 36 million people can't even, like, read. Don't even have access to internet, probably, that's as well. True. It's like 10% is a lot, okay? And they're like, only 10%. Well, she was American though, I guess, right? Yeah, but also who cares? Read number 30. This is a very uh, millennial. Americans are eating 4.2 billion avocados annually. I just had an avocado this morning. That's not true. Well, I had guac. Hmm. <laughs> You're part of the problem. I'm part of the problem. <laughs> I just like it with my breakfast tacos. Kill me. I'll kill you. Well, a high school graduate graduate will have taken around 100 mandatory standardized tests since pre-k that's not shocking to me i was listening what's the point i mean like what's the big deal i think that's very american because i was listening you know malcolm gladwell right no he's canadian and he was saying he was shocked because he had like never taken a test before like a standardized test and he was like why do all these americans freak out over it and i did not know that it was not a normal thing until he said that oh i don't have an issue with them but i don't have a kid so maybe when i have a kid I'll be like, this is stupid. There are nearly 12,000 annual injuries related to TVs falling in the U.S. I can relate That's, to that. It, it makes sense. I had to carry my to... TV a lot this year. Yeah. Only 3% of adults over 65 use Snapchat. I'm That's okay with lot. this. That's a lot of people above 65. That is. I kind of, yeah, I would be worried if it were higher. Yeah. Everyone in the nursing homes are snapping their friends. One in five American high schoolers are smoking e-cigarettes. E-cigs. That's 20%. That's a lot. That's a lot. That was pre my high school. I don't remember seeing an e-cigs in no, high school. No, that was before our time. We're getting old. Or unrelatable. Oh, wow. Only 9% of Americans say baseball is their favorite sport to watch. Baseball sucks. Yeah, but it's like the American sport, you know? Yeah, AJ says he wants our kids to play baseball, and I'm like, I am not going to a baseball game. That's the most boring game to watch ever, especially when they're young and they're not good. their odds of pro-liking is pretty high. Yeah, but like, why would you want... I don't know. I don't know. I just... You don't don't like sports in general. I like sports. I love sports. I want my kids to play sports. You don't watch them well. (laughs) (laughs) If I were to watch volleyball, I would love it. I love watching basketball too, but I don't like watching soccer or football. Well, sometimes I I like watching football, but baseball is the worst. I agree. Baseball is pretty boring. Only 2% of shoes sold in the United States are actually made in America. Probably more like all of our clothes. (laughs) This is not you. The average American spends just under $1,000 on clothes each year. How much did you spend last month? <laughs> last month, zero. You bought no clothes last month? In no. In February? No. January 31st is when I bought the clothes. I thought January was no spend. You clearly don't pay attention to my videos because I said that in You're my pick February like one thing reset. To do. My February reset. February. <laughs> I said that I spent money on January 31st, but it wasn't in the video because I filmed the video previously, before that. But you're saying you didn't buy any other clothes in the month of February? No, no, I didn't, I swear. 
I swear. I'm thinking, hold on. I made a whole video where I showed all my purchases. Go watch it, you fake fan. I was with you when you bought clothes last month. Where? The Mall of the Americas. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> oh my God, you're right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Call me a fake fan and I was literally there. Being first of all, the vlogged. Clothes, first of all. Being vlogged. <laughs> the clothes were for AJ. Clothes I did, were still purchased. I did buy the tank top I'm wearing now, but that was with a gift card from Target. So that doesn't count. Okay, thank you very much. By the way, a definitional difference. Here. I'm pretty sure that the amount that I spent on clothes last year was only fifteen hundred. So I'm only five hundred dollars above average. Which is hundred and fifty percent higher. Okay, but get <laughs> over it. Get over it. The odds of an average person dying from contact with hornets, wasps, or bees is one in sixty three hundred two hundred and twenty five. No, sixty three thousand. Sixty three thousand two hundred twenty five excuse me that sounds like high odds you might want to watch out for the wasps and bees let me do the math and hornets oh that's like point zero zero one percent mm-hmm that still seems high to me oh you actually thought that was high yeah i have how many followers seventy thousand one of my followers has died from could a, die a bee likely to die like all of them could die you're right though what <laughs> that's a lot i feel like that's a lot um it's much lower than one in seven odds of dying from a heart disease and cancer it says later in the paragraph which is sad roller coasters were invented to distract americans from sin (laughs) that's a hot take in the 1880s businessman lamarcus thompson hated that americans were tempted by hedonistic places like saloons and brothels so he set out to straighten up one of the most immoral places he could think of Coney Island in New York. He built America's first roller coaster to give New Yorkers some good, clean fun. Away from the seedier pastimes. That's so interesting. Now you know, guys. Now you know. Ice pops were invented by an 11 No, we're not going to read boring ones. Read the Fruit Loops one. That's not boring. Question, do you guys think Fruit Loops are all the same flavor? Because you're wrong. They are. I mean, <laughs> you're right. No point you're in right. eating around the purple ones. All Fruit Loops taste like, um fruit other than the wild berry fruit loops of course oh i think this is the ones with a little special if stuff you on there. like fruit loops i like fruit that's loops. a red flag i like fruit loops i mean i don't eat them often but they're like a, a sugary snack <laughs> that we feed our children every morning supermarket apples can be a year old that doesn't shock me all the pesticides we got they're usually picked between august and november covered in wax hot air dried and sent into cold storage after six to 12 months they finally land on your grocery store shelves that's scary you know there's this thing coming out or one of the uses or implementations of like the ability to track things with nft and blockchain okay is so that you can see each step of where your food comes from you know how long it takes till it gets there that's like one of the proponents of the idea and i don't think i want to know how long it takes to get there when I'm pulling it off the shelf, you know? No, I don't want to know. Like Apples last scarily long, especially if you put them in the fridge. Well, that's what they said, at least 12 months. Oh, that's crazy. Potatoes also last really long. Potatoes get spuds. And onions. Yeah, but you can cut them off. Yeah. It's impossible to hum while holding your nose. That's true. It's kind of weird. Try it. You don't realize. <laughs> you don't realize until you're humming that you're like using breath, you know? that was the noise in case anyone's interested my throat still hurts a little so i'm not gonna do it excuse most wasabi paste isn't real wasabi i knew that actually i knew that too 
and I honestly don't care. Like, I like the flavor of whatever they give me. I'm a wasabi fan, whether it's real or fake. I love it. It adds, like, a, the perfect amount of kick to your sushi. Have you ever had wasabi with sushi? Like, intentionally? No. I've only had sushi, like, twice in my life. Because AJ hates it. Like, if the wasabi touches his piece of sushi, he, like, freaks out. But I'm like, give me the wasabi. I just got a text from someone, and you're going to like it. Can I read it? Sure. This just in from one of my friends who also just listened to our podcast today. Oh. Interesting pod today, she says. I agree with Rachel on one point. <laughs> on one point. I have zero desire to have male friends. Although I know she has male friends, so confusing. Which is different versus when I wasn't married. So yeah, full circle. That makes sense. I guess I haven't had a single person reach out and tell me their perspective yeah. yet. Yeah. People used to say prunes instead of cheese when having their pictures taken. Really? Say prunes. But it puts your mouth differently. I know. It puts Prune. your mouth like in a... Like a duck like a, thing. Yeah. Prune. <laughs> or is it cheese? Oh, th- they wanted to keep their mouths taut. Taut? Taut. Makes sense if you gotta show off your lips, right? That's so weird. Everybody say prunes right now. Prunes. Like, that's what they wanted. That Like, that was in back then. That's crazy. In the Philippines, McDonald's serves spaghetti. This is true. Uh, not that I've been to the Philippines, but Jollibee, which is a Filipino fast food restaurant here in the U.S., they serve Filipino spaghetti, which is basically regular spaghetti, but the tomato sauce has like uh, sugar in it. So it's like a sweet, sweet, sweet sauce with ground beef. It's not bad. It's just sweet. Like it tastes regular, but it's just sweet. So strawberries aren't berries. I don't need to hear that. I really don't need to hear that. But why? Um, <laughs> neither are raspberries and blackberries for information, according to botanists. That's fake news. True berries stem from one single ovary flower and have two or more seeds. Strawberries don't fit that bill. That's fake. But bananas, kiwis, and watermelons do. A watermelon is a berry? So it was a banana, apparently. Okay. Whoever wrote that is on drugs. Before toilet paper was invented, Americans used to use, used to use corn cobs. Corn cobs? see that. Corn cobs, like the shell. Husks? Husks. Or the cobs. Well, they say cobs. That's weird. I, husks? I could get behind. Oh, then they just throw the corn away. Like, they use a whole corn cob, like, to wipe their butt, and then they just... I hope they throw it away. What, what if they, they wash it? it? What if they, like, wash it with the hose? The hose? They have a hose, but not toilet paper? <laughs> yeah, they had irrigation systems back then. Like, the Egyptians had irrigation. They probably were wiping their butts, too, with not corn cobs. Yeah. Come on, get it together, people. Blue whale tongues can weigh as much as an elephant. Okay, stuff like that about whales freaks me out. How big the ocean is? Like, when you take, when you see a picture of a big whale, I cannot even imagine. Like, that's the size of... I want to see, like, my body or something next to it for reference. It would be, like, minuscule. Uh, you wouldn't even see me and be like, what is that? Oh, it's Anna. Oh, read the one about Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth II has a stand-in to make sure the sun won't get in her eyes. So basically, she has like a body double who practices all her events. A real-life stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> she just goes. And they're showing a picture of her. Um, this is from rd.com slash weird facts. And they have a picture of her. And she actually looks like the queen, too. Yeah, she's but it, pretty. But it says she can't actually sit on the throne. So she has to squat above the throne to like make sure that the sun won't be in her eyes wherever she is. Where's the th- the throne is in the sun? Like if they're outside and they like move put, the throne outside, put like a chair outside, which I guess is the throne. <laughs> we I didn't watch know. the wedding, so we don't know. <laughs> the queen, like, okay, British stuff to me is so fascinating. But you I didn't watched, watch the wedding. Well, I don't actually care about it. I just care about like the the history of it, like the crown. The TV show. Yeah, it was really good. 
right mm, they're so thing. extra the brits are so extra you can't just hate on them sorry if you're a brit what the heck the shortest commercial flight in the world is in scotland it's 1.7 miles long for 90 seconds that's so oh. extra you could almost like i don't know i need to see this gotta be going like over a body of water or something oh it's between islands okay that makes more sense another one about the queen the queen's cows sleep on waterbeds if that's not bougie i don't know what is what does the queen cows mean like cows she has cows yeah she has a lot of cattle did you know she brought swans to lakeland where i'm from back in the day that's like our claim to flame yeah we have like swans there and it's from the queen of england why would she do that i couldn't tell you that's the only piece of information that i know but it's a thing like our little animals the swan everyone loves the swan and the first one was brought over from the queen of england i don't want to say we're a big deal or anything but we're kind of a big deal let's talk about something else yeah i'm bored of this (laughs) (laughs) i'm done with the factoids too many facts my brain hurts too much information some might say well let us know what you guys want to hear topic wise because we kind of just do whatever we want so give us some feedback let us know send in your emails a small amount of drama yeah, at gmail.com i need to take the constructive criticism so i appreciate it i know i had some hot takes last week so yeah that's the beauty of this podcast folks we're both super opinionated and we often disagree so yeah sorry if it's too much so you get the best of both worlds or the worst if you hate both of us yeah probably aren't listening then the day that i get a hate email i just got my first hate email and i'm kind of a little hurt pray about it we'll pray about it i'm actually not hurt you know i appreciate it i do i really do appreciate it it's interesting yeah it makes you didn't want to know because i was like i don't really want to do the podcast because i don't really want like i'd rather have that conversation with her in person so that she I could at least whatever. <laughs> she wants to be your friend. I don't want to be your friend. I just don't want to be hated by anyone. <laughs> I don't think they hate you. I think they like her first impression was something and then she changed her mind once she got yeah. to know you better. It's true. Hater alert. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Anyways, we're going to go to the gym now. So we're signing off. See you next time. Goodbye. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.